the bliss of the abyss. Once upon a time in a land far away, a poor farmer and his wife lived all alone. They were very lost. With Robert Newmark Jones. We're rolling. They see me rolling. They hate him. Welcome to the bliss of the abyss. Welcome to the bliss of the abyss. 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 Hello. You know, it occurs to me that this is my show, and I can do it any way I want to. I've got to cut that out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Sometimes when I'm recording the show, the best thing to do is look in the mirror as I talk into my eyes. I talk into my eyes. Mm-hmm. I talk through my eyes into my eyes. The reason that's the best thing to do is because I get lost in them. Oh, you know one thing um, that I've got better at since I've become old is um, is clicking my neck by just putting it to the side, uh, which I used to think was something that like hard men do, and I think it still has a cultural archetype as like we've agreed, like I'll fuck you up, you know that kind of thing. Um, actually all it is is that your bones just click more the older you get, don't they? Like I can click most of my bones right now, if you know what I mean. Um, but the neck click I'm particularly proud of because, uh, you know, I'm pretty hard as it is. And this is just, this is a way of being super hard. (laughs) Don't be a child. Grow up. Grow up. Chop, chop, can you hear it? Welcome to Death the Thorn, a poem, a poem, she butchers downstairs using nails and pins, the lights off, the blood orange, I call out Not to her. She is my jailer. I call out. For you. For you. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, I hope you've enjoyed tonight's reading. Thank you. Um, Next week, there will be a series of slides about why grinding your own beans is an act of homophobia. Manos. Um, So I was thinking the other day, uh, what if food had a star rating review system? And you could Google it. So that way, you know, 
if what you're about to eat is any good. You know, say you're hungry and you're discussing, what shall we have for dinner? Um, don't know, is pizza any good? Well, let me just check on Bing. Pizza, five stars, wins every time. Ooh, that sounds like a good choice. What about, you in the mood for bangers and mash? Mm, haven't had in a long time, is it any good? Bangs and mash, three and a half out of five. It's all right. Hmm. Now, don't come at me with all the problems that this system might have, yeah? Subjectivity. Bias. I ain't here for that. I'm here to give star ratings to meals. That's my job. What do you do for a living? I rate meals out of five. Is there a half rating system? Yeah. So really, it's out of ten. Yeah. You ever thought about that? Three and a half out of five. Well, it's seven out of ten. But then what if you want to do seven and a half? Well, then we're on a 20-point system, aren't we? Yeah. Okay, good. All right, detention. (laughs) What's some other classic meals that we can give a star rating to? Egg fried rice. Four stars. Not great on its own, but just wait till you mix it with something else. (laughs) The thing is, what am I going to give, like... Stone soup. 0.5 stars. It's better than not having stone soup. Grapefruit for breakfast. Grapefruit for breakfast. Grapefruit for breakfast. 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 Yeah, grapefruit for breakfast. Grapefruit for Beck first. And then me second. Actually, not me second. Zero stars. Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, so... I'm recording this on the 15th of June, 2020, 2020, Um, and the shops in the UK are largely reopened, and I went and saw, and apparently Sports Direct is the holy land. Apparently, Hodge, Hodge, I don't know how to pronounce it, I'm just making a silly joke, has been moved this year from Mecca to Sports Direct. Apparently. Now, this is just based off eyewitness testimony of me. It's Mecca. It's the Holy Land. Sports Direct is the Holy Land. What, you didn't know? (laughs) Check the queues. Check the security system. It's just... You know? Lines round the block. I've been waiting 12 weeks to check out those new high-tech. At school, um, we never had enough money for Nikes or Adidas. So I had to wear high-tech. Pity me. And for that, I was mercilessly teased. And that's why I'm like this today. Mm -hmm. It's your fault, Leon. And wait, maybe I shouldn't start naming my oppressors growing up. Uh, Terry, Terence Sands. Luke Murray. I just named some childhood friends. (laughs) You bullied me. No, you didn't. Other people did, though. You know why? Because I'm so sexy. That would not be a normal reason to bully someone at school, would it? And I wasn't normal. So.
So, what's going on? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. Sports Direct is apparently the Temple of the Mount. It's the Wailing Wall. It's Vatican City. Um, what's the holiest place in Christianity? I mean, there's not going to be... There's not just going to be one, is there? Because Catholic, Protestant, Coptic, it, it goes on. Uh, Catholics regard the sepulchre in Jerusalem to be the holiest of places. Um, so not Vatican, not where the Pope actually is. Okay. Just, uh, Protestants. Uh, the Edicule, which is the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. Well, don't call it a different thing as well. The edicule. <laughs> edicule. Uh, what does it sound like? Edicule. Ridicule. Ridicule? Ridicule. Ridicule. <laughs> that ridicule was really cool, man. Hi. Thanks, buddy. Welcome to the bliss of <laughs> the abits. Manos. Um, story time. So, uh, many years ago. How many? I don't know. Um, me and my little brother, Jeremy, who's bigger than me, uh, does it, pause that story, let's pause that story, it's called the Manos story, Manos, uh, starring Robert and Jeremy Newmark Jones, maybe I'll have him on the podcast to talk about, uh, why am I pausing it, Manos, because he's bigger than me, yeah, he's bigger than me, because there's a Spike Milligan poem called My Sister Laura, and it goes a little something like this. My sister Laura's bigger than me and lifts me up quite easily. I can't lift her. I've tried and tried. She must have something heavy inside. <laughs> My sister Laura's bigger than me. Yo, you're bigger than me, I'm bigger than you, you're bigger than me, I'm bigger than you, you're bigger than me, I'm bigger than you, you're bigger than me, for ten hours. <laughs> Back to the Manos story. Manos, the hands of fate. Oh, I might buy it. £2.49. £2.49, My sister Laura is £2.49 bigger than me. Why? I mean, such a shit start to a trailer. It's just a, a family in a car with a kid with a dog. It, it's obviously it's trying to set. You can see what it's trying to set up, and you can feel how clumsily it's doing it. But my other thing is, why in this was made in 1966? Why were why were married people married? They always fucking hate each other. Like at least they just get divorced now. Before then, they were like, listen, touch, I never fucking did that for you once, did I? It's always just like a minute away from a slap. I just don't know why I bother with you. You're hopeless. Yeah, well, I wish I'd married your sister, bitch. It's always just horrible. Why was everyone so horrible? Why was everyone so horrible? My sister Laura is bigger than me. So let's go back to this trailer. <laughs> Imagine if I started again. It's so boring. 
But anyway, they're in the car. Debbie's the dog. Oh no, the dog's going up and the kid. This is, why isn't anything happening? This movie deserves better. Oh my God, they're still in the car. Oh God. At least they're doing this around. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is better. They're finally driving away. Manuals. This has nothing to do with the movie. We're halfway through the trailer. Okay, hold on. That was 1 minute 19. What was that? What would you expect this movie is now, having heard what that was? what Have you got any idea what it is? I mean, I don't, and I've seen the movie. Manos. Let's carry on. Here we go. Finally, we see Manos, the hands of fate. Manos is in quotes. Don't know why. Oh, tailed by the cops. Well, what seems to be a problem, love, sir? I tell you, the problem is I married this fucking wife. Yeah, well, I hate you, and I wish I'd married your brother. Yeah, but... Okay, here are the cops, pulling up to the... Hey, up to that one, seems a bit the problem. All right, mister, I see you have a taillight problem. No excuse, running late, first vacation, kid getting tired. That's too bad. So, can't you give us a break, officer? Well, all right, all right. What? Sure do appreciate it, we aren't running kind of late. <laughs> okay, but if you're running late, you should have started earlier. Classic line. What? Three, two, one. What the f fuck was that? Uh, <laughs> nothing. The, the cop didn't even. There was no. There was nothing. Okay, I guess I won't write you a ticket. If you're running late, you should have started earlier. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Okay, this is what the movie is actually about. Mike and Maggie are on a road trip with their daughter and family dog and take a wrong turn in Texas and become trapped at a weird lodge inhabited by a polygamous pagan cult. Comments are turned off. <laughs> but but nothing... Maybe that's the wrong... Mernos. This might be the real trailer. Let's have a look. Here's a trailer I edited from scenes from Man of the Hands of Fate. Considered one of the worst movies of all time. Uh, it also has a redundant title. Manos translated in English means hands. Since its release, it's gained a cult following. There are even plans on a way to restore the film. Bollocks. Make a sequel. Bollocks. Manos t-shirts. Yes. Yes, Sazzle.com. Whoops, something went wrong. 404. <laughs> what, your Manos t-shirts weren't selling? You surprised me. Um, the reason I'm telling you about Manos, the hands of fate. Let's see if we can actually get to something that's entertaining about this. So there they are, they're driving, getting lost. This way. Where did this place come from? It wasn't here a few minutes ago. I don't care. Let's see if we can get some direction. Here we go. There he is. I am Torgo. I take care of the place while the master is away. 
Now, of course, the, the, the audio is completely out of sync with the person talking. Hi, I'm Togo. I take care of the place while the master is away. So, like, you know, maybe he's some kind of goat man. He's, you know, dressed like a hick. He's got a weird staff. That kind of thing. Um, now, please remember Torgo. Please remember Torgo. We're going to carry on watching this trailer. Must know where Valley Lodge is. Which way do we go? There is no way out of here. It will be dark soon. There is no way out of here. No way out? Well, you know, we, we could spend the night here, and then oh, tomorrow we can... I, I don't want to spend the night here. I don't like the looks of the place. Harsh. It seems we have no He's right there. Okay, here we go. This is the first we see of his legs. Now, it it's fucking wild. It looks like, uh, like you know, goat legs. But he's wearing, wearing trousers, but you can see that they're pushed out in like this very uncomfortable bulging way at the front and then weirdly bending behind and he can't walk properly. I mean, it looks painful. It looks like, yikes. You know when you like shouldn't be walking. Manos. That's a okay. Are we gonna see Manos suddenly? Okay, let me just set the scene. There's there's fire in a bowl. Uh, there's a woman in like a white robe. It's dark. There's a torch. You know, it's very culty suddenly. <laughs> and there's Manos. There he is. <laughs> Dogs. More women tied to poles. A hand made of rock. Manos. Here he is. He's wearing a robe. He's got a terrible moustache. And his robe, if he stretches it all out, it's like two hands. Which actually is probably the best thing about this movie. Apart from Torgo, remember Torgo. My wives, give ear to the words of Manos. Manos. Arise, my wives, and hear the will of Manos. <laughs> they didn't really arise, some of them just walked. Super clear what they're doing, they're just putting their hands towards the camera in something. Manos will be turned. Oh, he's not Manos then. Nope, okay, fine. Um. <laughs> Manos. Um, okay. <laughs> sequels? What? There were three sequels Manos, The Search for Valley Lodge, Manos, The Rise of Torgo, and Manos Returns. No way. Oh, whoa, Amazon Prime. What? What? There are two other Manoses on Amazon Prime. This was all in 2010, 2013. What? Manos. There's a video game? <laughs> you have to see this movie, because it's just so bad. The acting is terrible, the stakes don't exist, the pace is all off. It's, it's, a, it's a work of hot shit. Um, currently ranks as the third worst movie of all time on IMDb. But look, the really important thing here is Torgo. Whoa. 
Debbie's Manos. So this is debbiesmanos.blogspot.com, which, hold on a sec, how can you have a whole website about this? This has gone off the rails. So the plot, the plot is is what you think it is. They they get lost. There's a cult going on, and you know shit goes very sideways. No spoilers. It doesn't really make sense. Torgo is like the Igor type uh, character, and he is um, called John Reynolds. And it's very wild seeing him. You can tell that something's going on, right? Um. So this, so the guy who makes this movie, what's his name, Warren? Harold P. Warren, he, he gets together a little bit of cash. I mean, not much, right? Um, hires a group of actors from a local theatre. He's not really able to pay any wages, but he promises them a share of the profits. And they, they do all these strange things with their filming. They've got like a hand-wound camera. They don't use any live recording of vocals. So every single bit of footage is dubbed over. So obviously that looks just absolutely terrible. And he employs this beauty queen and tries to get her to get her tits out. Uh, sorry, top off. Um, he did a lot of night scenes because then people could keep their day jobs and basically didn't put enough work into any of it. So for example, uh, post-production efforts were minimal despite promises made to Warren by crew members that any problems in the film would be fixed in later editing. Trying to blame the editors. One of the more visible examples of this is a brief moment at the beginning of the film in which the clapperboard is visible after a cut. The entire nine-minute opening sequence, which consists of the main characters driving around looking for their hotel with minimal dialogue or effect on the plot, was the result of such neglect. Warren had likely intended to include opening credits over these shots, but either forgot to or did not have the budget to do so. Yeah, but did he? And then John Reynolds. Um, so the thing about him, I think this blog spot might be interesting. So Debbie's Manos. Who's Debbie? Don't know. Oh, Jackie Naiman as Debbie. A blog about my experiences with Manos, the Hands of Fate, as the only surviving cast or crew willing to talk about it. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I love me a good conspiracy theory. Author of Growing Up with Manos, the Hands of Fate and producer of the sequel, Manos Returns. Okay. <laughs> Someone decided to ride this one into the sunset. John Reynolds' Torgo story. I remember John Reynolds as a very shy, sweet and gentle man. My dad, Tom Naiman, and I were on the set location for most of the filming of Manos, the Hands of Fate, including the times when one or the other weren't needed for the day. That was because I wanted to be there any time Tom was, and he needed to be there any time I was, and since we were never in the same scene, we were both there most of the time. I don't know what any of that has to do with anything. Uh, we don't care about Tom, as a reminder. John is the, is the character that we're talking about, John Reynolds. I think John was happy to have me around during his downtimes because of his shyness and lack of social comfort. I was a young child, easily entertained, and therefore a very appreciative and safe audience. I would sit outside the house on a low rock wall while he performed silly skits and pratfalls for me, and I would belly laugh at his antics. I didn't realise at the time that some of them may have been influenced by his use of recreational drugs. It was the 60s, and other than pot, acid was a popular pastime for many people. I've read Manos Moth, uh, Mythology that says he became addicted to painkillers due to the agony of wearing the leg braces. She then says it's not true. Watch him walking. He's wearing these crazy 
fucked up leg braces that screwed up his legs. He got addicted to painkillers as well as taking a bunch of acid and shot himself in the head. I feel bad for John Reynolds. The R.I.P. John Reynolds. Uh, I would say everyone should go and see Manos. And by go and see, I mean rent it on YouTube, please. Or, you know, stream it illegally, whatever takes your fancy. Uh, how do we get to here? There's someone's... Bob explained that John Reynolds had built himself the metallic, metallic rigging underneath his costume, which produced his ungainly, knobbly-kneed walk. Because Torgo actually does have cloven-hooved feet. He's a satyr. He didn't really get along with his dad, who was an Air Force colonel, and he got into experiment with LSD. It's a shame he was a really talented young actor. It's hard to know if he's talented, because the whole film is so unbelievably poor that you are just bewildered the whole time. Oh, God, someone's fucking yelling next door. And we're back. In a different room with less good sound. It's annoying, isn't it? Um, ain't that just the way that life goes down, down, down now? Moving way too fast or way too slow. Ah, yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> As if you went anywhere. Who are you welcoming back? Why, I believe it's me. I must admit your politics are amusing. Is that why you come here? <laughs> what are we talking about? Manos. Manos. I think I've probably talked about Manos more than any person should. But what if I get Jem on the phone? My little brother's bigger than me. Because he's jacked. I think he's on steroids. Don't tell anyone. Um, so I won't talk anything more about Manos. The hands of fate. Although I want to. Can I please continue to? No. Neil. Sports directors, the holy land. What about um that thing that the WHO did where they said uh, coronavirus, can't, coronavirus can't be carried by asymptomatic characters and then carriers? And then a day later, they said, actually, 40% of it is. So what are you doing? How hard is it to coordinate your response? Like, no wonder people are fucking done. People are done. I was in Clapham with Caitlin on the weekend. And I've never seen the common be so packed. It was like a festival. It was like I, I, I expected to turn the corner and see a band, see Imagine Dragons playing on stage. It was that busy. And everyone had their top off. And no one had a mask. I mean, we stood on the edge, looked around it at this sea of humanity. I haven't seen that many humans together since covid and we counted one mask. And that was worn by a lady who had a friend with her who didn't have a mask. So what's the deal? If, if the WHO are going to say one thing, then let's give, let's give people out there the most credit possible and then we'll give them the least credit possible. Okay, let's say they're keeping as up to date as possible on the official guidelines issued by the various authorities, okay? WHA, WHO being, you'd think, a pretty big one. World Health Organization. 
and they are getting that information and then the next day later complete opposite information. Why would they have any trust in that institution? So they don't. So no one's bothering. So well done, Dominic Nomings. Um, and let's give them the least possible credit, right? They haven't read up a single fucking thing. They haven't followed the news. They've just accepted lockdown in their life and then lockdown's finished and it's opened back up, so they're back to it. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, the last time I saw like that many people together was during the final week of One Jewish Boy, now on the West End. Um, speaking of One Jewish Boy, uh, please rent it online at jw3.org.uk. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll put the link for it in the show notes. Um, when COVID hit, we had we were given a two-hour window to film the play, um, which, as you can imagine, is not long enough for anyone. So we had limited resources available to do any kind of reshoots, close-ups, anything, or properly tech it for film. It's, it's pretty much as it was in the theatre with some extra special close-ups and uh, some bonus Q&A material and stuff like that. Um, so it will give you a good idea of what it was like um, and then hopefully back back at some point we'll be able, you'll be able to actually see it in the theatre because uh, it's a great play. And um, yeah, so please do rent that for the very reasonable sum of £7.50 English pence. Use your self-employed grant or your furloughed money and send some towards the arts, because it's fucked. Although I think I just booked a gig. I mean, they told me I did, but then sometimes these things don't happen. So, not bad. Feels like a weird sense of achievement, because I've only seen them through a computer screen, and they were willing to give me work based on that. Like, that's cool. <laughs> Used to be you had to get on your bike and go to central London, sit around with people who look like you experience of auditioning is so strange but yeah oh man i got some stories to tell you uh but but anyway yeah it is now available online so please do do help out ah and jeremy has surfaced my little brother's bigger than me jeremy newmark jones star of stage and screen maybe i can ask him about manos Hello. Hello. Hold on, there seems to be some feedback. All right, hold on. What, from me? Uh, I think it might be from me. Let me work it out. Good feedback. <laughs> feedback on the feedback. My my feedback on the way that you've responded to this feedback so far. Good. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm, I'm adapting and learning and changing and growing. I like it when they do, on podcasts, when they do that thing of um, including the setup in the interview. Hello. Yeah. Uh, can I just get? Can I just get you to say a few words? Testing. Hello. Very NPR. Mm. It makes the process trans transparent. You know. Yeah. Do you like that? Do you like seeing behind the curtain? I do like BTS. BTS. I love. I love BTS. Do you think though that the uh, the peak era of BTS is is now gone? Because think about when when DVDs first came out. Right. Everyone was like, Oh my god, the extras, the footage, yeah. the director's commentary. Right. Mm. But. Now that we don't have DVDs anymore, I feel like people aren't really hunting that stuff out. Do people? I don't. I don't own a Netflix account. Do people? You 
is that an option on Netflix? Not Did really. You get the... You'd think that it would be. They they have trailers and stuff. Mm. But they rarely mm. have that kind of like yeah cast Q and A or behind the scenes or. So for this scene, he was wearing a girdle, and nobody knew it until it popped halfway through his take. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. Now look, it's funny that you should bring up wearing a girdle, okay? Because I was just remembering Manos, the hands mm. of fate. Um, yeah. And I I don't remember key elements of the story, but one thing I do oh, remember. Oh shit! Yeah. Do you remember the um, Torgo with the, the goat legs? I didn't remember he was called Torgo, but I do remember the man with the goat legs. Yeah. Um, absolutely amazing absolutely incredible apparently he was a method actor but um, you know i told i've told people that story and they don't find it funny because it ends with wasn't it that he wasn't an actor well there was that as well can you be a method actor having not been an actor well i think that the theory is were he to be an actor there's no question that it would be of the method variety <laughs> right right so you know, we can be as generous or as mean with those things as you like. I would yeah. prefer to be generous, seeing as the man's dead, Jim. Yeah. Fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> he's not a method actor. He's a dead actor. As a result of being addicted to, I was, I wanted to say meth, but it's not meth. Is it? It's like some kind of like painkiller, mixture of painkillers and LSD. Uh, what? Yeah. Are you looking this up? No, sure? no. Th- I looked this up before because I, I kind of half remembered it. I also watched the trailer for Manos. And yeah. it's, dude, why did we, how did we find Manos? What was going on? What happens right. in the movie? And did you what? know they've made a video game of it? Go. Did I know that they made a video game of it? I did not know that they've made a video game of it. And that's amazing. I want to lead. Can I lead with that? Is it up to me to decide what we lead with? Yep, up to you. So. <laughs> I see. It's a classic podcasting tactic. You let the guests decide everything. That's right. Oh, okay, let's lead with that. What platform is it on? PS5? <laughs> in stunning 4k mm. um it, it, you can you can live as one of the girls in manos when it, underneath those pecs you put on the vr headset <laughs> it's uh it was it's a mobile game although i couldn't find it on the app store <laughs> yeah but maybe it's on android weirdly enough there are also two sequels that are on amazon prime that were made like three years ago wow by the same people no, not at all. <laughs> no, that's so much weirder. It's not like they're trading on a good brand. Name. Wait, excuse me? Uh, look, I'm not saying that there wasn't some kind of artistic merit to it, but I don't think the artistic merit was that it was good. <laughs> what was the artistic merit, in your opinion? Yeah, it was very bad. Right. <laughs> but that still is. It gives people... Maybe Manos 2 is really good. Manos... Well, weirdly enough, Manos 2 had to be scrapped, so they went straight to Manos 3. <laughs> that's that's a... not true. That's half true. Stop telling me all of these uh, untrue facts about Manos. Well, start telling me some of the true ones then. Okay, I'll tell you the. Okay, I've listened to a couple. I'll, I've listened to two. I've listened to two of your podcasts. I've listened okay. to the one with Caitlin, and I've listened to the introductory one. Okay. So I, I'm a fan of the show. Why? Why this caveat? What's about to happen? Well, we were getting high like. Whoa! <laughs> beep, beep, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Walk it back. So we were. Live we were probably beep, beep. eating marijuana. Is that fair to say? Yes, I think we were eating marijuana uh, and living at mum's house. Good times. And you had the Xbox and we used to watch things through some kind of funny, janky setup with the Xbox and a laptop or the Xbox and some kind of drive, like a, pe- like a pen drive. Yeah, I remember that as well. That seems vaguely illegal too. You've already implicated me in two crimes since we started talking. 
But yeah, using that pen drive, we actually legally downloaded <laughs> Manos. Good save. <laughs> £2.49 on YouTube. Exactly. Is it really? <laughs> Jesus, man. Pull out Stop your credit it. card. How are they monetizing this? Um, so we, we'd gotten high and then we decided to look up what the worst films ever made were. Mm. And it was around the time, I think, of... Fuck, man. What's that? What's the Tommy Wise at the room? It's one of the times that the room was like very much at the forefront of our conscious. Mm. And we were like, well, yeah, but what's the worst film ever made? Because <laughs> the room's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, because the room is good. The thing about Manos was it was bad in that way that like it's kind of, it, it, gr- it grinds you down. There is <laughs> that good bit where like they're all the women. And yeah. you know, they're kind of they're doing this weird enchantment assembly in the basement. Yeah. And he has the And cape. they go like, he has the cape, and then it's like, to be a woman. And they keep on saying, they keep on muttering. Oh, yeah, like rhubarb, 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 to be a woman. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of rhubarb, and then to be a woman. And I think the thing that I know about that is the, the, the kind of protagonist in it, who's like a classic 60s, like, come on then, let's all get in the car and shut up, <laughs> that kind of guy. Yes. He was the director, and I think the only professional actor was the guy who played Manos. <laughs> no, Je- Jeff, here's the thing Manos doesn't really make an appearance in the movie because Manos is oh, like but... the evil thing that is they're trying to summon this kind of spirit the Wendy Doug if you will the Wendigo the Wendigo who but who does make an appearance then who's that dude Torgo no <laughs> who's Torgo's assistant no Torgo is the assistant the dude I think I don't know what his name is in the cast <laughs> he's called the dude he's called the dude <laughs> Uh, you got Torgo, you got the dude. Yeah, uh, you know what's weird, right? You just mentioned that. I was just wondering, like, why is it that all married couples in movies just low-key always hated each other in the, uh, those old movies? Mm, right? Mm. It's always yeah, yeah. like, everybody shut the fuck up. I should have married your sister anyway. You know? And yeah, it's like, yeah. well, I never liked you. Yeah. Why don't you go upstairs and fix yourself another drink? You're yeah. drunk already, Jack. You get out of here. Yeah, I think Tom. I read this book called "The Games People Play," which is about like um, Monopoly, Scrabble, but like games people play. You've got Scrabble. <laughs> uh, there's Boggle in there as well. Gerard's <laughs> makes Polytopia. an appearance. Okay, there's Polytopia. How you much like... Polytopia content has there been since the last time I listened to it? <laughs> it's pretty wow. niche, um, but there's been, I would say, not much Polytopia content. That's all I want to know. Threads. I often want to know what Caitlin's view is of the obsessive way that you play uh, these games. Star Realms first, and then Polytopia. What's her take on it? Like, oh, that's nice, having a good time. Or is she like, please get off the phone? <laughs> no, no, no. She's <laughs> not like, please get off the phone, because actually, when we're interacting person to person, I'm quite good at not not being on the. I'm quite good at taking my moves <laughs> and talking at the same time. I'm quite good at selecting IMO and beavering away in <laughs> <Yeah>. the corner. <laughs> it's great because when we're discussing these kind of things, I am also playing Polytopia. And that's a real help. Yeah. I downloaded a Polytopia ripoff called Hexonia. I saw, man. Dude, imagine mm. everything that's good about Polytopia. Now mm. imagine it through the lens of a freemium model. Mm. And that's what Hexonia was. It was a nightmare. I could watch ads to speed things up. There were building times that you could speed up with gold. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, you realise how shit that model is when that happens. I, there's there's definitely levels of freemium that I'm really up for and levels of freemium that are chokingly bad. Yeah. I've got this one for, like, a workout timer 
And just when it finishes, it'll always play the same advert for musician, oh, which is that thing that teaches you it teaches you how to play the guitar. But it's one of those ones where straight away it's, it's got this like absolutely bodacious guitar riff coming in, being like, "Have you ever wanted to become a musician?" It's going like da, 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 da. <laughs> at the same time that you are like lying on the floor sweating, just wanting a bit of calm oh, okay. after raging against yourself. So it doesn't like interrupt the actual workout. <laughs> Instead, no. it will, as soon as it won't give you the cool down period, the cool cool down. It doesn't give you the cool. It, it doesn't give you the cool cool down unless you set the cool cool down in. Does it give you the hot cool down? All cool downs are catered for. <laughs> but um, advertised. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go on. But you, it's just, it's just that thing. That's a level that I'm actually okay with, but it really bugs me. But I'm not going to change it. What's Whereas the, those, where, where, is it where there's a countdown timer that you can pay to speed up? Is that the biggest sin of premium? <laughs> Or is it you, that you can sometimes pay for things that are only available via real money that give you an in-game advantage? I don't like it when you can buy some kind of shit currency in the game through real currency. That always annoys me. Yeah. The gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy that I'm teaching English to at the minute called Yaroslav. I hope he's not listening. And even if he was, he would not understand it. So oh. the quality of my teaching. How's it going? Yeah. We've had yeah, three yeah. weeks together. We're still on... Uh, <laughs> pretty good there's some stuff where for example say i sat in silence for five minutes and then at the end he went what am i supposed to be doing i was like good <laughs> good <laughs> having set him a task five minutes before that and being like i'm just going to play a few rounds of polytopia <laughs> to pass the time see you can't criticize my polytopia habits when you're leaving foreign students yeah. in the dark grabbling around at what's it grabbling Scrabbling grabbling around. around. What, what is grabbling? Grabbling. Grabble. Grabble, grabble, grabble. Betty Grabble. Grabble, grabble, Being a woman. Grable. Um, yeah, I know, I know. And also the weird thing with him would have been, I would have said something he didn't understand. <laughs> and then on webcam would have spent the next five minutes just looking down at my phone, tapping it. <laughs> you don't turn off the video, top tip. That's way more suspicious. No, you just go, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That is such... That's the kind of move that another one of my students does and thinks I don't know what he's up to. <laughs> oh, my webcam's not working today. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah. It means you don't have to dress up for work. I mean, the, the minimal amount of dressing up that we all have to do for work now has been knocked down. Even Wait, but you're... Level. Aren't you under Chinese regs? Aren't you working for the Chinese company that makes you wear a polo shirt? You know how much work I got through them? Loads. <laughs> <laughs> I had one class scheduled, right? Mm. I, I've had, I got a bunch booked, and I was like, great, booked. And they were like, booked does not mean scheduled. It means non-scheduled. Good stuff. So booked doesn't mean anything. <laughs> scheduled means you're actually going to have a lesson. I had one lesson. It was like 45 minutes long, and it was uh, improving your business resume. And right. the, guy right. never... <laughs> okay. the guy never showed up. Uh, mm. But they force you to sit there for the full 45 minutes anyway, mm. on camera, with the background. Playing Polytopia. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and since then, I've not had anything. So, oh, my God. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. But at least I've got a green screen. <laughs> yeah, man. You know. What are you, what have you been, what, have you used the green screen for anything else? Um, Is there? Not really. I've, I've had some ideas about what to use it for, but I kind of, my laptop camera's not that good. What you could do is the next time, whenever Airbnb starts up again, mm. take a picture of the room oh. 
and then project a much better room onto that room. <laughs> oh my god! And then if they turn up and they're like, "Look, this isn't the room that you're projecting," you'd be like, "Hold on a second, and then give them, <laughs> and then get them to sit down, turn yeah. on the laptop, go one sec, one sec. The driver's just crashed. One sec, hold on, hold yeah. on." Um, yeah, the Wait, other... didn't you also buy a tiny a tiny laptop <laughs> to teach those classes? Maybe <laughs> classic. It's a classic, classic gap. I know, I've got it all sorted. This tiny cheap laptop's gonna help me out. Hey, that Lenovo is pretty, pretty sweet. <laughs> that Lenovo is rotting in the bin. <laughs> Chucking it on the fire. Actually, I like it, man, because Windows is actually better than Mac. Mac is yeah, fucking yeah. annoying now. Whereas yeah. Windows, you know, I can I can change all my settings. Uh, examples of good things about Windows: quite often, really early on into you owning one, uh, it'll, the PC will crash. Yeah. Like within the first, I don't know, five times of me using, like mum, mum got a new laptop, right? Right, a nice one as well. A really nice one. Right. Well, really, I mean, a nice one. <laughs> Walk that back. And it was like it, I've I've used it and it's crashed already, and it's literally at just fresh out of the box. Yeah, the thing the thing that Mac does a lot better than Windows is a lot of the time Windows you'll you'll boot it up and there'll be an error message, and you'll think, mm. but why? All I've done is turn you on, and that's yeah, it. Yeah. And it'll go warning this this whole setting is wrong, but you could try doing this in the library, and you're like, okay, I'm not going to do that. And over time, those those sort of start to build up until they mount up. <laughs> Till you're like, well, this is unusable now. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like walking into the walking into your room one morning and being like, oh, I left that empty bottle on the floor last night. Well, I'll just leave it there for now. I probably, I'm, or like you're, someone in your house is like, you can't take that out. You just leave it there. And you're like, okay, all right, fine. And then two months later, you're <laughs> kicking the door down, trying to smash all the bottles through, just so you can get to your normal you just, room. You just board Come up. On. You board up the room and you start living in the one next door. You're like, well, <laughs> yeah. it was all right, yeah, but. Classic. Hammer and nail in the door. I'm just going to buy this new one. Barricade the door. Have you seen um, what's going on in Seattle? Speaking of barricading doors. Oh, is there stuff going on with Amazon? No. no I mean, maybe. Uh, that's not what I was talking about. There's this thing called Chaz, which is the no. Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Uh, and I think it was like now a week ago that the, the police like moved out. And they, I think it's like a 15 block radius, which is quite big of... They they just have this kind of co-op autonomous zone thing going on. No police. What? It's like Amsterdam. It's a bit like Amsterdam, except it's more about Black Lives Matter than selling drugs. Mm, um, mm. Did um wait? So how did it? It's in you. It's in, it's in Seattle. Seattle. Said. Yeah, yeah. How did it start up? Is it like a kind of Occupy thing? I think I think it started up when you know when the protests were a bit more in full swing. And mm-hmm. um, I think it actually there was like some some looting or rioting involved with the police station and it got like smashed. So they mm-hmm. boarded it up and they moved out. And then sort of in an opportune moment, I might be wrong on this, but I think this is roughly right. Um, they, they set up these kind of barricades and declared it like this new autonomous zone where like people are sharing food and there's rallies and wow, all kind of stuff like that. And uh, weird. If you watch videos of it, it's very bizarre. Well, like biz- bizarre, bizarre in what way? Manos, <sighs> Manos. You know, you just expect to see Torvo. <laughs> Manos is in there, having a great old time. I am. Um, I, I really want to know what it was like. Have you ever? Have you? Ever, this is a question that I know the answer to, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> 
Have you ever been at the forefront of revolutionary movement? <laughs> <laughs> what, what I mean by Give that? Give me a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In your miserable life. <laughs> have you have you been at the forefront of a revolutionary movement? As in, in, in a place that was being freshly occupied on the wave of some kind of thing, like a protest or um, when they didn't occupy, any of that. The, the, the biggest one I ever went to was the, the anti-Iraq invasion. Mm. Where I did not go on that I think much, it was yeah. like, well, of course, you were too busy supporting the other side. Yeah, of course, <laughs> you, you were too busy faking up those documents for the Chilcot report. <laughs> Uh, that was huge, and some of it was sort of a bit out of control. And there was, mm. you know, um, so that's kind of, I guess, the biggest one of those things I've been at. Um, and then, I've, have you been to, you must have been, Christania in Copenhagen? Yeah, yeah. Fucking wicked. That's kind of a bit like a Chaz thing, except it's been there for fucking ages. So maybe it could work. And that one is kind of a partly about selling weed. I'm not yeah. saying fully, <laughs> but there is a lot of weed that gets sold there. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm, I'm kind of sounding like I'm an advocate for them parlaying it to the authorities, but like, yeah, 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 we'll bleep that. But but Seattle, I believe, has legalized weed. So oh, that's a very good point. That probably yeah. makes that situation a bit easier. Exactly. Well, I remember the thing in Christiania was they were like, "There's deregulated weed here compared to anywhere else." And then they were like, "And it's some kind of communal living situation where it's semi-autonomous." Yes, but then. As part of that, there was also like, there's a huge, pro- there, I know nothing about the Chaz thing, but with, there's a huge problem there with uh, organised crime, mm-hmm. mm, but, yeah. which you would kind of be able to maybe anticipate, given that there's an absence of any law enforcement, and presumably there are opportunistic people who supply the drugs and then try and take control. Yeah, definitely. They've got some kind of like neighborhood watch situation set up to try and deal with it, but organized crime is probably more powerful than a neighborhood watch. Let me pick your brain about this. Have you ever been aware of the neighborhood watch being active in London? Because you see the signs. Um, I see the signs. Those, li- you know, what, you know the seen... one I mean. Yeah, have you seen the, anyone sort of... watching the neighborhood? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that became a very broad question. The answer to which is yes. Um, but have I think aren't they meant to be sort of like undercover? I don't know. That sounds quite deep for something which I think is supposed to be kind of like community based. Okay, maybe that's the wrong word. Um, I'm thinking a, a rogue agent. Yeah, I'm imagining <laughs> no. like you know that Antonio Banderas move, movie where he's got all the guns in his guitar case. Hello, you're through to the answer phone of Jeremy Newmark Jones. I'm sorry I can't get to the phone right now, but leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you. Bye. Best ringtone ever. Yo. Hello. Aha, it works. She rides. I've actually, I live in one of those houses where quite often the reception will just go and not come back for kind of hours. And that's when you use the Wi-Fi calling option? Ah, uh, yes. Or... But of course, I have very bad Wi-Fi too. <laughs> yes. I thought that might be the case. <laughs> Don't forget about that bit of it. I've installed three separate Wi-Fi boosters in this house, and I still don't have good reception. I don't, I don't think Wi-Fi boosters work at all. I mean, contrary to their name Ooh. and what they're designed to do, I've never been in a house where I've been like, you know what, it's really working out for me, this Wi-Fi booster. 
I, the one that we, when we were living in Brixton together, didn't we have one kind of on the top floor of the house? Yeah, that one's great. <laughs> and then, but then you could connect to like your own network of it. Yeah. Actually, actually, now that, now that we're airing some grievances. <laughs> That's not what we were doing. <laughs> you had your own network for your room. Yeah, that. and it was shit. It, <laughs> it doesn't shit. work. Yeah, but that's even worse because you sap the bandwidth for your own ill-gotten gains, and then you have to come crawling back to the mother hub. I do. It's and disgusting. sometimes it'll auto-connect to the private network. And yeah. you'll be like, don't do that, you fool. No one touches that network. <laughs> I love that when it auto-connects. I did that. that does it does it for me with Pret everywhere I go, and I'm never connected to it. I thought you were going to say, and I'm never in prep. And I'm never in prep. I was um, out on the high street today. Have you been out there since everything reopened? Yes. I went part, I went down Hackney. I went down Hackney. I went down Hackney to the... To the Primark. I mean, I didn't go to the Primark, but I was went past it. What's it like in Brixton? There was a huge queue for Sports Direct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really weird, isn't it? When you really, really, really weird. When you see it, are you... Because my instant thought is like, these people have been waiting 12 weeks to go to Sports Direct. That's, yep, yep. Like I mean, nothing else has been on their mind. No. I think what it is, maybe, now you might be the same as me, it sounds like you are. You're <laughs> a new Mark Jones. I'm related no, to you. Um, you are related to me. I think people enjoy browsing a lot more than I do. Mm. Mm. You know? So, of course, they've been able to buy shoes this whole time. But what they want to do is, like, poke around the shop and go, oh, look at these. And, you know, can I try these on, please? And then they're like, hmm, they're really right. nice. Oh, look, no, whoever this customer is, they're getting kicked right out of the shop. I don't want whoever this is going anywhere near my sports direct. Oh, no, please. They just want to browse. Why are they so, um, why are they so hangdog about it? Because <laughs> I've been waiting 12 weeks. Oh, my Reebok classic. Do you remember when we were in school and we can afford Reebok Classics or Nikes or anything? So we had high tech. I feel like a classic uh, kind of system of our childhoods. I think it's probably about from having a single parent who had to raise us and have a job at the same time. Thanks, mum. Thanks, mum. Was like quite often that would be the thing. Like Barry would come into school and he'd have these Adidas Astro Turfs and he'd be like, those are fucking sick. And then you'd go <laughs> home and you'd be like, I'm not allowed to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember yeah. the high techs, yeah. Do you remember when mum told me to stop wearing her shoes? <laughs> That's not a thing. Yeah, she had an intervention because I was like, I liked her shoes and she was going to throw them out. I was like, oh, I want to wear them. <laughs> what were they? Just like ladies' brogues? What, what, they, were, what were you... they were a pair of like O'Neill skater shoes that I thought were pretty hey. cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, man. And, um,. She was like, no, you can't wear them. They're women's shoes. Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit, mate. In today's climate, were they broken in any way? No, she just, uh, I think she didn't like them. But then arbitrarily decided if she couldn't have them, no one could. Especially not her son. <laughs> she not her own flesh and blood. I'm sure she must have given them to the charity shop or something. Right, which you then uh, were hanging around the corner. Yeah, exactly. In and purchased. Yeah, get these at a good discount, man. My f- Oi, can I try those? <laughs> oh, hello. Can I yeah, I just saw you in Sports Direct. Oh. <laughs> my uh, my friend, I've got to go and play Polytopia in a second. My retirement <laughs> teach. Um, my mate was telling me, he's on this, uh, presumably your podcast is sponsored by either Eve or Casper 
or one of those other mail order mattress companies. And uh, he was he did the hundred day trial thing, yeah. Gross. With all these mattresses, but you know they don't return them. They don't. They get donated to the charity after the hundred days because they're not fit for. Because they, else to they sleep. can't. Yeah, you can't sell them again, can you? So he asked the guy where they were being taken, <gasps> and he drove. He followed the van to the shop where it was being donated. Went in and was like, "Can I buy that mattress <laughs> straight away?" <laughs> I love that lovely the mattress yeah. right there. And they were like, and "It was way way cheaper." But yeah, it, it was literally like a fifth of the price. And they were like, "No, we've just seen you come in off that van driver. We're not going to sell it to you." So then he sent his girlfriend as like subterfuge. I mean, brilliant, and presumably it worked. Yeah, but, it worked, yeah. But question is, why Why wasn't he just allowed to do that, though? Why, why were they like, no, we saw you coming in after... Like, who cares? Sell the mattress. Now, you know what these charity shops are like. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you'd like me to bleep any slash all of what you've said today, <laughs> then uh, tough shit. Yeah. Um, no, you know that thing on like Newsnight where it's an incognito thing, so they're backlit. You can't see their face, and it's mm. like I was working in Tesco at the time, and go on. <laughs> well, I keep on with and the story. And, yeah, what happened at Tesco? And the general manager started shitting in the bread. <laughs> that's right. All. Gosh. Yeah. So that's if you could if you <laughs> shitting could, in the bread. Shitting in the bread. Do you remember that thing about the commercial ice? Where um, they were like, you don't buy commercially made ice because it's got loads of shit particles in it. Oh, no. Yeah. That's not true, is it? Yeah, but it's all there because they, they found out because it was a Costa. The iced coffee from Costa. Had... It's full of shit. It's full of shit. <laughs> Sorry, this coffee's full of shit. <laughs> Just looking. Let it frozen. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, I bought some from, what was it? Eskimo ice for my wet. Imagine if yeah. for, the to- for the toast. Did you not see clinking. slow motion realization where you turn, you read someone's lips, and they're going, "This is full of shit." <laughs> um, I was at the wedding and I drank some prosecco. Now I'm very mindful of your time, and that's why I'm going to badger you and not make it easy for you to leave this podcast. Oh no, <laughs> this is horrible. Um, I'm trapped. You're trapped. No, but uh, thanks for coming on, dude. Um, no worries. Would you brother. come back? Uh, I'll see how it depends how you represent me. <laughs> I think you can cut you can cut this together any way that you like. Ooh, okay. Can I just get clean audio of you saying I hate gay people, and um, then I'll let you go. Eight, eight, or hate? Am I saying eight like a cockney? Hmm. Yeah, like you snacked on some. I know at least eight gay people. Is that what you wanted me to say? <laughs> True but, it, true, but it's a weird flex. I'll definitely come back on if you'll have me. And also Ooh. give me some um, producing credits or something like that. I don't want to work for them. Producing but... is not a word, but I will give you a production credit. Okay. Um, what about that can you producing give... credit? <laughs> can you just give me an ad read before you go? Maybe for Eve Mattress. Yes, okay. Uh, sick of sleeping on your current mattress? Try Eve for 100 days with a money-back guarantee. And if you want to spend less money... Put it in a charity shop van, follow it to the shops, and buy it for a fifth of the price. Although, don't say that we told you. How's that? Pretty good. Um, thanks very much. All I'll right. definitely be using that to earn loads of money. <laughs> nice one, bro. All right. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, man. Bye. All right. Bye.
And that, of course, was my brother. My little brother's bigger than me. I forgot to ask him if he was on steroids, although he is. <laughs> um, that was good. We, I think we learned a lot about Manos, the hands of fate, as well as other things. So there he was. Jeremiah Obadiah Jackanuri Newmark Jones. Good lad. Keep it coming. Um, so let's wrap up the show. All right, let's finish up then this week with just a few recommendations. Obviously, number one, One Jewish Boy, now available to rent. Please go to jw3.org. I will put the link in the show notes. Come and see the show. Um, also, I would very highly recommend two pieces of media, both about half an hour long. There's Patriot Act on Netflix, the Hassan Minaj show. The episode about Black Lives Matter is incredible, very powerful. Even if you don't like that show, you will like this episode. Hassan is amazing in it. Uh, it's the first one I've watched of the new ones where you don't miss there being a live audience. It's actually kind of more powerful because there isn't one there just because of the nature of what he's talking about and the way he gets his points across. It's, it's really amazing. Check it out. And uh, equally, um, well, not equally, I don't know, probably better. Dave Chappelle's latest special, which is about half an hour long, dropped on YouTube. Um, and uh, Dave Chappelle's new special, which is called 846. Um a time um, which is significant to Dave for a couple of reasons, which he goes into in the special. Also, it's the length of time that George Floyd's neck was lent on, uh, was knelt on in that video. And it's an extraordinary thing to watch. Dave is obviously one of the best comedians of all time. And how do I say this without it sounding cheesy? He's not trying to be funny. Like, yeah, he's not trying to be funny. So there are times when he is funny because he's Dave fucking Chappelle. He's hilarious. But there are times when he's not and it doesn't matter. In fact, it's fucking powerful as fuck. And it was just recorded the other day. Like, dropping hot. Um, fucking waiting for two minutes of silence. Okay, that's the end of the show. Thank you very much for continuing to support the bliss of the abyss. I'm really trying to do something here. Uh, I'm just trying to make a show that is actually fun to listen to. It's not always the easiest thing to do. I'm just trying to give you some pure entertainment. That is it. That is the aim of this show. No agenda. Nothing. Nothing. Just trying to be fucking yeah. And sometimes I get it wrong, sometimes I get it right. That's the nature of things. Uh, but I'm going to keep trying if you guys keep listening. So together, we can do something. Together, we can build a utopia. Are you with me? Thank you for listening to the show. That was The Bliss of the Abyss. All music provided by the incredibly talented Nils Hennis Steer. If you have anything you'd like to say, positive or negative, send it to theblissoftheabyss at gmail.com and I'll see you soon.